All right, hi guys. Hi guys. How was you guys? How 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 was long weekend for everybody? Yeah, it was uh, the Raya Haji it, weekend. Yes, it was a Raya Haji weekend. Uh, I did I did a little bit of traveling. Mm-hmm. Went out to Penang. A lot of people there. So how was the traffic? Tra- traffic was bad. Traffic there was okay. Traffic bad. Uh, traffic on the way back was actually quite pretty heavy. How many hours took you? Uh, took me five, almost six hours from Penang to KL. Wow. We expected almost no traffic, but unfortunately there were traffic. Wow. Luckily, we didn't leave a day earlier. Uh-huh. If we left a day earlier, it might have taken us 8 to 12 hours. You left on back. which day? On... We left on Monday. We, right. we wanted to avoid leaving on a Sunday, whereby it was the end of the long weekend and everyone's traveling back. Uh-huh. All right. So, hi guys. Welcome to, to the Two Dogs. I'm Dr. Inky. And I'm Dr. Ellie. And, and you are with us yeah. on the Two Dogs show. So today we'll be talking about something a little bit different now. Right? Yeah, we've, we've been having a couple of weeks of a real serious talk. <laughs> yes, very serious talk. <laughs> so let's so today will be more of a nostalgic walk in the park, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a throwback to 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 the Hades. The yesteryears. Yeah. What made us who we are somehow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um so the title today is actually what? Movies, music, and any other influences in our lives. Yeah, def- exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what what entertainment do you grow up with? Well, that's a good question, Inky. Um, all right, for those who really want to know how bloody old I am, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah. Some, your age is not very far from mine. Yeah, you know? yeah, but sometimes we forget how old we are. In, in my mind, I'm not sure if you have ever had this problem. Sometimes I feel that I'm still stuck like I'm, what, 15, 16? You know, when I see my dad, I still have that. Oh yeah, you know, still Understood. that father's son, and you know, understandable. I still have to understandable. look up to him like uh, that. Understandable. So, well, anyway, I'm I am born in 1980, so that makes me 40 this year. Entertainment growing up, entertainment growing up, definitely there was no iPad. Yeah, definitely no iPad. There was no such thing as Nintendo because Nintendo was high class. Yes, it was expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incidentally, Nintendo is celebrating their 25th. 25th. So they're that old as well. Yeah. So. Um, well, I was raised actually just just a stone throw from the clinic here, Kuala Ampang. Kuala, okay. Yeah, so I was raised by, by, a, by a Chinese babysitter in a Chinese kampong in, in Kuala Ampang. Mm-hmm. And my entertainment back then was actually playing all the, the kampong games. Ah. Yeah, so I am exposed to, you know, as a, even as a city boy, I'm exposed to things like playing guli, mm-hmm. um, playing rounders, mm-hmm. badminton over the paga. Yeah. Um, men, boys who play masa-masa, but we use real fire using candles, leaves, and the glucolin tin. Okay, that, that was, that is something different. Yeah. Um, um, the cards, those. Mm-hmm. Yes, cards the small with, tiny cards used to hit. Topo. Yes, that's right. Um, Eraser? Yeah, Eraser. Yes, eraser. of course. We used to play Erasers as well. So, I'm not sure if any one of you have played Erasers. Uh, of I, course. I, the one the one, the small tiny flags there. The tiny yeah. flags, yep. So, there's always one, one certain country that's better than the rest of the country. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. And um, there was another card that we used to play. It's kind of like Trump, top trumps. Um, you get all the tanks. Yes, the, the tanks one. Yes, I know. I remember. I remember. I remember. The strongest was always the tiger tank. Ah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> so it was always the, yeah, yeah. I remember all those all those funky games they used to play last time. So I grew up in the city. I grew up in Chiras, which is again, which is not too far from mm-hmm. here. Um, grew up in the city. Uh, didn't really play much kampung games. Uh, even though both my parents were both from villages, uh, but but we grew up playing badminton over the over the gates with our neighbors over the fence, mm-hmm. you know, 
over the the fence in between the houses um you know we ran in the parks we used a cycle you know we used, we used to play even even as guys right, we used to play batu stramban yes we do and we were pretty good at it because we're yeah, all I'm pretty good at it actually. Yes. <laughs> especially especially yeah, boy, as boys, right? Your grips are a little bit better than the girls. Yeah. Hand eye coordination slightly better, so we, we tend to win. The Oops. only problem is we it's have like fat more. fingers, fat uneven yeah, fingers. Whereas they had those nine, female had curvy fingers. Yes. So yes, they could always yes, catch yes. when it's on the back. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, but right, we could always right. do it with the left hand. Yeah. Then another thing that I used to play with was bottle caps. Yes. Oh my so, god. The five bottle caps. Yeah, the five bottle caps. So you see, we used to play bottle caps. We used to go to the canteen and ask for bottle caps and they were they were they were about to throw it away anyway mm, mm, so they'll mm. give and give and give until one day the school decided they're going to ban the bottle cap <laughs> and then they told the canteen never no longer are you are you are you supposed to give any bottle caps students bottle caps anymore well we used to get them from the um the restaurants yeah the restaurants yeah, so you know your parents are talking non-stop nothing to do with you there's no entertainment there's no ipad um how long can you play with toothpicks yes then you start going out around the floor scavenging for bottle caps you don't care how old they are how rusty they are just take it clean it then you start playing on the table till your, your parents say shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we used to play bottle caps uh, so me and my siblings right so there are three of us in the family so whenever our parents ask to go to sleep so so we have our so we used to sleep in one room right mm. all three of us used to sleep in 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 one room my parents sleep in the other room so my parents would come in at 10 p.m we switch off the lights because there's school the next day and roughly about half an hour after that we you know we switch on the lights switch on the uh, switch on the toilet light and then we play bottle caps in the middle of the dark you do realize that's not the quietest game to play you know yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So occasionally we we will get a tap on the door, yeah. and my parents will will be telling us that they know that they're not asleep yet. <laughs> yeah. So now, now coming to coming to uh, the other part of entertainment, music. Mm. Right. So music. I'm I'm sure all of us grew up with music. Right. We grew up with nursery rhymes and up yep. to the music that we listen to. So what kind of music influenced you? Well. For me, music started with Radio 4. Ah, yes. Radio 4. So, my dad would be sending us off. I used to stay in Chiras also after that. So, we'll, from Chiras, travel to Kuala Lumpur to drop off at the babysitter. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be listening to Radio 4 with Yasmin Yusuf mm-hmm. and Patrick Teo in the morning. And they've got a certain playlist that mm-hmm. somehow plays similar songs mm-hmm. at a certain time of the morning. Ah, okay. And I'll tell you the first song that actually sort of like became um, stuck in my memory. Atlantic Star. Atlantic Star, Always. which one? Always yeah. nice song. So it's a very nice song, but that was probably the first I would say modern adult song that stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. I couldn't memorize lyrics. Even until today I'm dumb with lyrics, seriously. <laughs> you I have to I have to listen and write it, then it'll get into my head. But if you let me read and, and keep singing, I'm just dumb with it. I'm just I don't know. I'm quite useless with lyrics. Oh okay. Now so you travel from your house to the babysitter's house, listening to radio for every day. Yep. Atlantic Star. Yeah. Any other music? Well, um, Atlantic Star was the the one that that, that that kicked it off. But I would say the one that sort of like got me um, excited, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And weirdly enough, it was it was Michael Jackson's aura and energy rather than his music that attracted me. Okay. Um, the first one was bad. And the whole no, sorry, the first one was Beat It. Beat It, yeah, yeah, Beat It was Beated. nice. So Beat It was in the '84, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, by the time '87 Thriller, amazing. But 
that's the one that got me excited, even though I have no idea what it's saying, what the lyrics was. And as a child, that's all I was going. That's it. Um, so that was that was my early influence, and I would say after that it was just a very fuzzy thing. The rest were all just I school understand. songs, mm-hmm. uh, uh, patriotic songs. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, and only in my teenagehood I restarted with music. How about you? Yeah, what was your earliest influence? I would say earliest influence. Now, my parents uh, last time. So, so my dad works. So my dad runs his own business. He's always busy, hmm. and he's in the construction line. So most of the time, he's out until late nights mm. or even his constructions usually um, go on until the wee hours in the morning, mm. like 7, 8 a.m. So it's always my mom and myself in the house uh, before my siblings came along. So my mom was a, was a full-time housewife. Mm-hmm. So she needed to clean. Mm-hmm. She needed to cook. She needed, there's a lot of house chores. So what they would do to keep me entertained was actually to record advertisements. Advertisements. Yeah, on VHS tapes. Jingles. Jingles. So she put it in and she and at, at the age of one or two, she just play the jingles uh, and I would just sit there. I I will either watch the TV mm-hmm. or play my toys mm-hmm. while listening to the jingles. Now, of course, occasionally she would put on MTVs. Okay. Just like Michael Jackson's yep. Beat It. Yep. And then my earliest memory was there was an MTV of Beat It. Mm-hmm. And right after that, it was Will L. Yankovic oh. Idiot. <laughs> so Will for so for those who are too young to 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 remember, Will L. Yankovic was a very talented artist yes. with crazy hair. Yes. And he would always parody somebody, uh, else's, somebody music. else's music. Correct. And he loves to parody Michael Jackson's music. Yes. So he parodied his thriller, he parodied his uh, Beat It, he parodied his uh, Bad, he parodied mm. a lot of movie. Uh, sorry, songs. a lot of songs. Yeah. So I could really, really remember, which, which was Beat It, and following that was Eat It by Will, <laughs> Will L. So it, that was fun. You know? yep. so, so that was really, really For fun. For those who really want to search it, you know, uh, Weird, Weird, L-A-L, Yankovic, yeah. Y-A-N-K-O-V-I-C, Yankovic. Yeah, man. So he was, he was hilarious. He was actually featured in a movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he's actually pretty popular. See, he, he, he actually still parodies songs almost till today. Really? Yes. Oh, that I didn't know. Almost didn't till know. today. So I was, re- I, so not too long ago, I actually read uh, an article, oh, sorry, it was an interview by him. Mm-hmm. So it was asking how come that he managed to parody so many, so many of Michael Jackson's songs. Mm-hmm. So he always mentioned that he never parodied someone's songs without their uh, expressive um, consent. consent. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So he said that he has tried to call many artists and All a lot right. of artists say no. Wow. No, you are not to parody our songs. Okay. So what he did was he actually approached uh, Michael Jackson in 84. Hmm. When Michael Jackson was 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 starting to rise in yep. popularity, and yep. he and he asked, okay, these are the lyrics. I'm going to send you the lyrics mm-hmm. for Screening. for 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 Eat It, yep. which was which was a parody for Beat It. I want you to screen through, and mm-hmm. I want you to let me know if it's okay. And if it's not okay, then you know, and then I'll remove certain words. Then actually, Michael Jackson just did a brief run through and said, you know what, just do it. Wow. And then he actually told uh, Will L that in the future you want to parody any song, just please go ahead, wow. parody any of my songs. Wow. So he was actually pretty open about it. I, I didn't know that, but mm. but now that you mentioned, um, I think it was Rick Dees. 
Yeah, Ridley's and American Top 40s. That was uh, this uh, after. Oh, that's every Sunday, man. That's every Sunday. So that was also my influence. That was oh, after that was Casey Sunday. Kasem's American Top 40s. Yeah. So after Casey Kasem left, uh, then they, by then it was Hits FM that took over, yes. and Rick Dees uh, was the show to listen to. Yeah. He would parody Michael Jackson. Oh one. yes, he would. He would do the whole Michael Jackson. Hello, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He does, and then he he actually has 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 an entire staff that would parody all the other, um, the, the other singers. Yeah. Now, talking about back back in the eighties, right? You know, um, those um, DK Barats. Oh yes, right. yes, those, yes, those yes, Barrett. Yes, so there's yes. this very, very famous mustache guy yes. on TV R-T-V. on RTM, right? Yes. So he would sing songs on Dengue. Yes. And then he would sing songs AIDS. on AIDS. HIV. Yes, HIV. <laughs> oh, and I tell you, it is not not only only it is is it educational, it's right? Catchy. But it's catchy. It's catchy. Oh Even till now, if I just mention it, I I can actually play the entire thing in my head. I can get uh, the tune. I can get the chorus. I can, I can hear the chorus. A I D S, Mabahaya. Yeah. Ah. I still remember that till today. Oh my god. It was good. It was good. You know, people should actually look it up. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I encourage if someone on RTM is listening to this, please play, play yeah, it please again. Play it. Please play it again. In fact, put it on YouTube. Let's viral it out. It's <laughs> it's awfully oh, funny. Man, it's, it's really. It's, it's not funny. It's it's good. It's, it's good. It's actually very good. And I wish someone did it today. Yeah. Something similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll still watch it. And I think it will viral. It will yeah, be, be definitely, definitely TikTokable, as people <laughs> definitely, say. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, especially in, in these days of social media, right? You definitely go everywhere. Next, cassette decks, cassette mm. tapes. Now, I, I understand you were you you went into a record store recently in yeah, Subang, yeah, 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 and then yeah. you found some cassettes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So we went to this very old. Um, it's not an old re- record store. Uh, I think they were. They they started in 2012 or 2013, so it's really really recent. Mm-hmm. But they have cassettes, they have vinyls, um, they have of course they have DVDs and all. But mm-hmm. uh, they stock up a lot on all those vintage stuff mm. like cassettes and vinyls. Yep. So I grew up with cassettes mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. So we have radios we and we have cassettes. cassettes. Yeah, yeah, we have cassettes and all. So we you know we used to we used to uh, rewind. Yes, with pencil. the pencil. Two B pencil. Yes, <laughs> just gonna swing until the whole thing rewinds itself. I think there's a, I think there's a, there's a meme that goes around. You know, if you see a, a cassette and a and pencil, pencil you, what's the correlation? If you know the correlation, then that, that means you know you're old. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we used to do that. We used to just sit there, and hold it, and just swing the whole thing. No, but the one thing that I love about the cassette deck, you know, is that when you're listening to your favorite show, mm-hmm. let's say predictable show like yep. the Top Forty show, yeah. And you know there's a song that you mm. like, and you're always on standby. You hope that he doesn't talk into the song, yeah. and you press the red button and the yeah, play and button, you, the record and the record play. It. That's true. So you hold it as your personal collection. Yeah. And back then it was legal because yeah, it's for your own exactly. listening pleasure. You're not selling it. Yes. And there's always, you know, it's not the full song. Someone will speak the first two seconds in, and the last two seconds out. So true. you don't have the full song. True. true but true. that was the fun. Oh, that was that fun, was the fun. That was the fun. Trying to get the best deck yeah. ever and I think that was a dating thing you know yeah yeah yeah. You know, it was it people was, it wanted was. to show effort yeah it was not just buying stuff this one you literally have to go and record each mm. one at a time yeah yeah so so this is how all these mixtapes come out whereby mm. an entire cassette holds maybe seven to eight different songs but it's all from different artists and yes. it's all from artists that you like or someone else like yep. you know so you record it and then you tend to pass it around as, as you're growing up then you, then you tend to pass it to your friends you know and then, and then they, they'll listen to it 
So, so you yeah. young people, you have no idea what I said it. Please uh, go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter yeah. Quill has it on a Walkman. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I have a Walkman. Yeah, you still have a Walkman. Walk, but it's also no, no, you, I, no, is it still working? It's working. It's, oh my God, it was so working. I, I switched it on the other day oh and it was, creak, it was spinning. Without that, I used a rubber band to, change, to, to join the mechanism. It started spinning. Although it just spin with a... Amazingly, WD40 it still goes works, in. Uh? It, it works, but now the tape head is dirty. So I'm looking for a tape head cleaner. Anyone has a tape head cleaner for cassette deck? Please send them over to me. I'll be very thankful. I will play the song over here the next time that we're on. <laughs> then after that, cassettes. Then moving on to CDs. Now, when it came to the time of CDs, then I started listening to more music. Yeah, so, so same here. Yeah, so in between my early like primary school to secondary school, I never really. I mean. From primary one to primary six, I never really listened to particular music because yeah, it was always parents' music. Yeah, it was always, always my parents' yeah. music. So my parents will always play what, what they play. Really, really old oldies. What they play? What they play? No, 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 no. They they have a collection of oldies. Yeah, my yeah God. But what's the favorite one so, that you can recall? They have um uh, there's one of them. Tell Laura I love her. Uh, yes, we get uh, that. Tell Laura I love her. Uh, there is that itty bitty uh, teeny weeny uh, yellow yeah bikini. itty bitty yellow polka dot bikini. Yep. Um, do we have uh, what whoa, else? Whoa, whoa, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have oh, that as yeah. well. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, a lot actually. A lot. My yeah, dad lot. went even more classic. Those were actually somewhere in the seventies. Yes. My dad goes all the way down to the fifties and sixties. We have Jim uh, Reeves. Oh, oh, I had Jim Reeves as well. Jim Reeves. You guys want to hear what good voices? Jim Reeves is the way to go, mm. man. So uh, Nat King Cole was very mainstream, King Cole, but yes. Jim Reeves was. was oh, oh yeah, we had Jim Reeves oh, as you well. You love it. You will love it. Yeah, we had Jim oh, Reeves. Oh, and one more, one more. Julio Iglesias. Oh, Julio Iglesias. <laughs> yes, yeah, Julio Iglesias. <laughs> and, you, most people know Enrique, but no ah, one knows Julio. Ah, and um, my mom actually, my mom loved this particular artist, Ingebert Humperdinck. No idea. Yeah, Ingebert. Like Ham- I I can't sing. Like, I can't on, sing. Like, no, no, no. I, I really don't remember anymore. All right. But if you go on YouTube, you can find him. He's not. Re- he's he is not very famous, but he's popular enough to have mm. his own CDs, his own cassettes. Mm. And my mom actually likes him. And she, I think, he came to Malaysia a couple of times. My mom actually went and watched him in Genting. Oh, nice. yeah, very very nice. So those were the cassette times. But the moment I was into music, then it was transitioning to CDs. Yeah. Really. Yep. So I remember those pesky walk uh, dismans they call them. Oh yes. Uh, they always skip tracks. So every yes. time you shake the disman, is track skips. I remember the first disman I had. So my dad uh, traveled, then he brought back a Kenwood disman, mm. amazing thing, and I loved it. Uh, but because it was my dad, so I couldn't use it all the time, and I had to save up money just to buy myself a Sony disman. Mm-hmm. I think it cost me like um. What? It wasn't cheap back then. It wasn't you know? cheap. It wasn't cheap back then. Even like a couple hundred ringgit, if I'm mistaken. I think it was almost about two hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. One. And back then, two hundred is like it was a, a lot thousand ringgit, yeah, or two thousand ringgit right now. You know, it's no joke. Uh, just to get the most basic model yeah. to play. It. Yeah. Most people having the fancy ones with fancy LCD screen might just had the play for. <laughs> oh no no no! Before that, I bought the China version. Ah okay. Horrible and skip track all the time. You press forward, it will skip two tracks. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. so CDs. So um, by the what time, was your first CD? yeah. So by the time I was really really into music, I was yep. like form two or form three. Uh-huh. So, so 
before that I was actually just um, listening to my to my to my parents' songs. Yeah. Then uh, we had a school project coming up, right. so they needed us to sing certain modern tunes. And okay. then my friends were like, "Hey, you should listen to this new music. It's called Michael Learns to Rock." Uh-huh. I'm like, "Who?" What? I said, no, 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 no. You listen to the music. We, we are going to sing this song called 25 Minutes. Uh-huh. So you need to go back and learn the, your learn your lines. These these are the lyrics. So they passed me the CD and I said, okay. And then at the back in those days, right, those CDs, right, there's a booklet inside. Yes, there's lyrics inside. Yes, you, you remove the booklet. Yes, exactly. Remove the booklet. You open up there, all the lyrics inside. Yes. And when yeah. you buy a CD with no lyrics, you'll be like, I got cheated. Yes, exactly. I hate you. I hate this band. It's so cheap. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So my first, my first, my first step into into modern music or into pop culture was Michael Lenz wrote Twenty Five Minutes. So I, I, I learned. Have, I have the album. Yeah, you, you have the album. Yeah, right? yeah. So I learned that song by heart and the lyrics. And after that, then I actually begged my mom. I said, "You know what, mom? I need to listen to music." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is talking about music that. Everyone is talking about artists that I've never heard before. I was from two. Imagine this. So I, so I want to be in the cool crowds, you know. So, so my mom said, "Okay, okay. You know, you know what? I, go, I, I can't buy you CDs. It's pretty pricey. And yes. back then, uh, CDs were like twenty bucks or thirty bucks no, per no, no, CD. No. By then, CDs were forty plus. Yeah, sorry, were forty, 40 plus. plus. Forty plus, and this was back in the." 90s, 90s, you know, so 40 they're, plus. They're uh, it's like 100 bucks now. Yeah, it's about 100 bucks. Now. Imagine buying one album, one CD for 100 ringgit now. Hmm. And then for all you know, for all you want, you just want two songs. Two songs. That's <laughs> so it. Two songs. Because like, the rest are off Yes, exactly. And you hate so, it. So, 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 so I begged my mom. I said, you know what, mom, I, I need to listen to music. So my mom said, you know what, okay, I can't buy you CDs. It's too expensive. Hmm. I'll, we have a radio. You can put the radio in your room and then during the night before you sleep, you can switch on to, to any of these FM stations. Right. And I g- generally listen to Radio 4 mm. because they were one of the only English stations. Yeah, right that was the only Yeah, there was, they were the, the only. So I listened to Radio 4. So it was uh, people like Yasmin Yusuf and uh, Patrick Teo. Mm. Uh, and then imagine you have Patrick Teo talking to you in the middle of the night to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> back, so, back then he didn't swear so much yeah, yeah. Back, uh, no they, they were they were actually pretty nice yeah, very <laughs> on radio nice. they were very very nice yeah so then that's when we picked up I, I picked up pop culture I, I started listening to, to to different kinds of music after that so music for me um, same it only started really really started um, in the CDs time I would say the only one that really got into me badly and I'm not ashamed to say it out loud it was actually a boy band Okay, back in ah, the, it's okay. Back in the, fine. Uh, I would say late eighties, very early nineties. Before I'm, well, I went to secondary school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me okay. guess. New kids on the block. Damn you! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he is that old. He is that old man. New kids on the block. Don't oh, play yeah. a fool, man. Yeah, man. So they so, were the first oh, real yeah, man. Yeah, Modern man. day yeah, 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 boy yeah. band. Yeah, they were step by step. I still remember the song step by step. My cousins were playing it. So my cousins were yep. much older than me and they were singing and dancing to the songs. Yep. Alright. So I was like I was a small clueless boy that what the heck are they doing yes. there? But it was catchy. Very was catchy. catchy. Before the days catchy. of NSYNC, before the days yes. of yeah, Backstreet the Boys, ones. they were like They the, were the original ones. The original the original pop, band, yes. pop, I would say pop pop boy band. Yeah, and then they were one of very they, they were the first ones who went international and they went huge. Correct. They, they were went so touring. Boy. Yes. All they, the way they down. Were, yes. They For were. Americans to go to Japan and you're not a rock band like Queen. Yes. 
pot is it? It's amazing. It was yeah, crazy. they were they were the first actually. Yeah, so they were crazy. So mm. that was my very first influence. All oh, thanks to my aunt, who was uh, <laughs> ten, 10 years older than me, but not a day older in terms of her, 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 her love music of life, taste. her music right. of and, and her love of life. I, I love her for everything. Uh, so, but same thing. I started in secondary school uh, at an age of about fourteen. I would say fourteen was the the turning point, mm. and it was CDs. Um, yeah, you're right. CDs were like 40 bucks a pop. No, I had cheap. to go and hunt everywhere and I found this place called Music Valley in the Oh, well. yeah. I remember you in Music Valley. Yes. <laughs> they, they would go at 35 ringgit, which was like, wow, six ringgit cheaper. Then once in a while, you get those uh, locally printed ones, 29 ringgit. Yeah. Oh, heaven. You're like getting 60, like 40% off the price. Yep. You just buy it. But again, it, it still costs a lot of money. My first group, um, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Always. Oh, always. Okay, always. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, influenced by a girl that I like. So, ah. so I had to like follow. Ah. <laughs> no idea. I'm not a rock person per se back then. I'm like, but after listening to that, and it was the Crossroads. So see, I remember the... the oh, Crossroads was the... Crossroads was the best. was one of the hits, man. It was the best... Uh, yeah, sorry, like... Uh, Compilation, Compilation hits yeah. with one or two new songs, and mm. always was the new song inside. Mm. And since then, it was like just went all the way. And um, Phantom of the Opera was the Phantom other one. It's yeah. so odd because on one hand, I'm not really a rock, so I went there and all the way. I went to the other end, Phantom of the Opera. But these were influencers, and I still listen to them until today. Um, yeah, even myself, I at form two, I at about fourteen to fifteen, I actually listened to this British band. Hmm. Uh, take that. Ah, uh, take that. So, but but when I got into take that, they were like towards the end, end of, of their, their career already. All right, because they they were they were they were big in the late eighties, and then towards towards the uh they were big in the late eighties, early nineties. But yes. towards towards the mid nineties, they were already dying out. They were they were partially broken up. Yeah, then I got into them. So so I listen for take those that. who don't know who take that is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it but doesn't you matter. would know Robbie Williams. Yeah, you know Robbie Williams, and you might or might not know Gary Barlow. Yeah, but yeah. Robbie Williams, everyone knows him. Yeah, so he was he was an ex member. Um, so they were they were the British mm-hmm. version of New Kids on the Block, mm-hmm. right? So they were the they were singing pop songs, they were dancing, you know. So yeah, so they you know they 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 they, they popularized you know taking the shirts off, half naked, and all. Yes. And then what what came after them were other other boy bands were like like I don't know like the uh, five or nine one one, and that came much much later after them. Right. Yeah. So. Fun fact about Take That. Hmm. Did you know that Robbie Williams was not the first bad boy? Really? Yes. Gary Barlow controlled the group. Yeah. And Gary Barlow had a a complex against Robbie Williams. Okay. But before Robbie Williams came in, I'll give you one guess of a British, uh, well, Irish-based actor. Irish-based? Now now he's an actor. actor. Now he's an actor. But he was supposed to be in the boy band. Oh, I know. Ewan McGregor. No. no. Damn. He's Scottish. Scottish, okay. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell was supposed to be in Take That. My God. Yes, Colin Farrell was actually supposed to be in Take That. Oh, my God. To take the role of what Robbie Williams is, which is the bad boy of the band. But Gary Barlow... But oh, that would have changed yeah, everything. Gary Barlow vetoed. <laughs> so they said, okay, well, let's get rid of Colin Farrell. He's too bad boy. And let's put it where Robbie, Robbie Williams, Williams was just lesser. <laughs> no, no, I, I would say I would, I would say Robbie Williams was was okay la, in, the, in, the, in the initial part of his career. It's just that, just that towards the end, there was a lot of conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so... 
Um, I, 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 I'm not afraid to, to, to actually admit I listen to Take That. I actually listen to Spice Girls. Yes. Yeah, Spice I actually listen to Spice Girls. I, 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 like, I actually like Spice Girls. Yes. Spice did too like? uh, I actually like Spotty Spice. You like Spotty Spice? Yeah, I was actually the odd one out. I actually like Spotty Spice. Nice. Yourself? Uh, mine was Posh. Posh Spice. Yes. Well, yep. Yeah, it's not bad. Yep. So, yeah, so I listened to that. And on the flip side, I actually started listening to a lot of rap music from from mm. America. Yeah, started listening to NWA, started wow. listening to people like Cypress Hill, mm-hmm. um, which was odd because I was listening, on one hand, I was listening to pop. Correct. On the other hand, I was listening to gangster rap and this was really, and these are not the fancy rappers you see these days, uh, no, which talk was... about Ferraris and, uh, and, uh, and girls. Back then, they were talking about trying to shoot the police, yes. dealing drugs, yes. making, uh, uh, making a living, making living yep. you know, selling drugs just to make a living. Yep. So back then, it was really different. I think up until um, I would say Jay Z, mm. up until then, a lot of rap was still based on this kind of gangster yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it was about um, their life and discrimination, as opposed to today, is moving towards more lifestyleish. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. I same thing. So I my my preference in music had always been on the ballad side. I'm a bit of um, mm. I like all this catchy tunes romantic tunes um, Mariah Carey were, oh, was I like a Mariah big Carey. thing for me until she went all hip-hopish and, yeah. and married Tommy Motola. I'm still oh <laughs> I remember that he was the head of Sony Music yes, yeah, head of Sony yeah. Music she was like 21 and they got married like yeah, yeah, you haven't yeah, toured yeah. Asia why would you marry yeah, one guy yeah, an old yeah. man yeah. Anyway, then it was Boys to Men. Boys to oh, Men. Oh, I love Boys to Men. I love Boys to Men. I went to watch the concert. Did you go? They hey, played the good thing. Hey, I I had an a cappella group, which was more after Boys to Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did sang a cappella. Did you see Boys no, to Men in person? No, no, no. Haven't. I've ever. got the video. Mm. I they, I've they never the seen thing. them. Oh, they were awesome. One, two, though. They were awesome. Of I would course. have paid any money just to go and see them again. They were just fantastic yeah boys and men so yeah so it's always been around those genres and and only when i went to uni then it started to switch over to a bit more um uh, alternative mm. rock and then eventually rap also came into my life mm. but i'm still until today a very staunch um uh fan of eminem i have no idea oh, why. no eminem is good i um, enjoy his music i really enjoy his music so so what eminem does differently was he actually merged pop music to rap music and he mm-hmm. was actually one of the the first few ones who allowed rap music to go mainstream yes because back then if you were listening to like nwa you were listening to cypress hill even you listening to snoop dogg when it was in the early years it was not mainstream it was always either underground or they were played in very specific radios they were never played in the big radio stations mm-hmm. but eminem yep. allowed rap music to go mainstream correct and all then right. and then all the rappers that you see these days, right. they they actually owe everything to Eminem. Yes, Eminem actually opened up a lot of oh, yeah. channels for a lot of rappers. Mm. The rappers today are get to enjoy mm. the kind of uh, popularity mm. and less discrimination because of this crazy fellow. Yeah, this crazy fellow who had a split persona for his music, mm-hmm. and I think he was one of the first few who popularized split persona, the yep. Slim Shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone thought. Marshall Matters, who Eminem's real name is, Marshall Matters the third, is mm. equals Eminem equals Slim Shady. 
But that Slim Shady character yeah, so is just a persona, yeah. personification just to annoy everyone. His favorite targets were like what? Christina Aguilera? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so he would target mainstream music, like, basically. Yes, which he would, he would make fun of other people. Yes. But at the same time, he's not afraid of parroting himself. He's not afraid correct. of making fun of himself. Correct. So which a lot a of artists game. don't do it. Mm. So it's a fair game it's for fair him. Game. It's a fair game for him. And in between all, he talks about the challenges of... Uh, Raising a daughter mm-hmm. with a alcoholic wife, yeah. um, and the challenge that comes comes with it. So, there's a lot of things inside um, that 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 he wraps it up in his music, and I don't know. That's that's one of the things that makes me uh, very amazed. And I would say, if I were to put a very influential figure in terms of trying to give me fighting spirit, it would have been Eminem. He's still until today my number one playlist on my workout uh, music. If I'm gonna do my pull-ups, my 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 planks, my push-ups, if I'm gonna run, he's somewhere in the track, and it's always um, the song from Eight Mile. Ah, um, okay, yes, yeah. So, because a white guy singing a genre that was typically black, black, yes, it's not easy, It's la. not easy. It's not easy. You know, it's not easy for him to. To pick up music, uh, yes, there are there are there were other white rappers before him, mm. but never someone as good as as talented. Yeah. Vanilla and Ice was not a rapper. Yeah, Vanilla Ice was wasn't a rapper. So in order for him for to be accepted among the black community, and then after that to be hailed as one of the best rappers of all time, of, of all time mm. by the other black, black rappers. rappers, it's not easy. It means that you not only do you have to be good, you have to be great. Yes. You have to be godlike. Yes, you have to be godlike. You have to be godlike, and he was, he is godlike yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, even if, because uh, I've, I actually saw a couple of clips. If you go, if you go on YouTube, you you could mm. actually see a couple of clips of him freestyling mm. against other rappers or, yes. or other MCs, which 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 they like to call themselves. So when he freestyles, and then when he retorts back, it's quick, it's witty, mm-hmm. and it's humorous, and it rhymes, and it rhymes. Yes, and you know how difficult it is. Yeah, most people can't even do public speaking. <laughs> Try rapping to insult someone, mm. rhyming with a tune. Yeah, yeah, that it's is not easy. Art. It's that not is easy. skill yeah. and art. That's yeah. amazing, and yeah. you gotta take your hats off. So, when people say, "Oh, it's very difficult, very difficult," I sometimes I want to tell them, "Do you know how difficult Eminem had it?" And look at oh, him yeah. today. You. Most of us don't even put in an ounce of what he yeah. has done, um, yet we expect a lot more rewards compared to this guy. And this guy just went all mm. out. He's got an alcoholic wife. His his daughter was taken away from him for mm. a while, and then he had to fight to get her back. Yeah, yeah. So he he, he didn't grow up middle class. I uh, remember this. Uh, mm. he grew up. Uh, so Slumpo. so yeah. He's he grew up in slums. He grew up in trailer parks, mm. and he is what you call uh is is what people call white trash. Yes. So it's like people you know, people who are who are not educated, mm-hmm. who who are no different than those who grew up in those black black ghettos. They, yeah. they, they just they 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 are they are they are just same, but they just white. That's Correct. all. So again, that was one of um, the big influences in my life. Mm. How about today? Who's, who's your influence in terms well, of music? Well, I still listen to different kind of music. I mm. still listen. I I still listen to a lot of rock songs. I listen to a lot of. Um, I still listen to rap. I still. Listen, I mean, so basically, if you if you have, if you actually have a look at what music I like, right? It's actually 
almost everything. I listen jazz. Mm-hmm. I listen R&B. Mm-hmm. I like Michael Bublé. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Bu- Bublé actually. Mm-hmm. But I listen to rock as well. Yeah, I listen to rock. And I, I listen to rap. So I don't really have a particular genre which I, which I say that you know what I I, I like this songs for only from from this genre. I actually like anything which which sounds nice to me. You sound like a category of people that Queen made wrote music for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like Queen. Yeah, no, I actually and like for those music. Who, who who like to know more? Go watch Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Fantastic hey, movie. Do you know that uh, if talk if 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 you talk about Queen, uh, do you know one of the first few concerts that Queen had, right? Mm-hmm. Which was um, which was um, fundraising, very large in uh, in UK. So mm-hmm. so that this large fundraising and Queen was. Was the headline was actually was actually run by Ananda Krishnan, which was which is the owner of Maxis. Wow! Back then, before he would kick on the telco and all, right? Wow! He was actually doing event management. Wow! He actually managed an event whereby Queen was the headline. Was that? I think, the I think it was Life Eight. Was yeah, Life Eight? Yes, it was the original Life Eight. That's in like eighty four. It was the original Life Eight, and Ananda Krishnan. Anand Krishnan, which is the owner of Maxis now, was the event manager who who funded hmm. and spearheaded the entire Live Aid. Back then, the their target was to get a million pounds. Yes, to feed the many people in Africa and in Africa. Yeah, Live Aid Africa. So again, you guys want to know more and 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 all about it? Go watch. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's mm-hmm. it's a biography based on the life of Queen as close as you can get. The actor won um, best. Oh, actor. he's good, man. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. Those who want to see him naked, there's also a movie called Need for Speed. <laughs> it was naked Need for Speed. Yes, really? the game. The game Need for Speed has a movie. The him being naked. The 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 lead actor is Mr. Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Okay, that drug addict guy oh, yeah, yeah. is the lead character. Okay, and Remy Malek is a goofball oh. who stripped naked and and they film him butt naked like running away from from the from from Remy from an Malik. office. <laughs> Remy Malek. So and again, I, that takes guts. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It takes that's, guts to, to actually do that's that. That's what actors do. They're full of guts. Yeah. My current uh, music again, just like yours, it's it's across the board. I've got no real uh, segments. Um, but I do enjoy listening to instrumentals a lot more these days, and it's my concentration music. I love to actually listen to soundtracks, uh-huh. and not mu- and not the song soundtrack, but the background music soundtrack. For example, if you're playing, let's say Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and 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 the theme song, those are the kind of music I get excited over. So you like those more like a. More Symphony. like those symphonies, uh, Yeah, like Hans Zimmer and all this, Hans the, the, the large symphonies. You know, okay. John Williams. Okay, it's good. Like it's good. It's good. I I put them as a very uncredited modern composer. We are so hard up with. A lot of us are so hard up with the dead ones, mm. Mozart, Beethoven, mm. Haydn. They're good. They shape history of music. But I think a lot of people. Fail to realize the modern day composer try and watch a movie with no background sound oh, music. Of course, of course. It, there is no feel. Yeah. To create that, do you know how complex it is to create a music oh, it's not easy, that makes man. emotion. It's not easy. Watch a horror film in silent. There's no feel to it. You don't feel scared. No. Because you're just gonna see the fellow go. 
but it's silent. Yeah, yeah. So music actually defines movies and vice versa. So just imagine, right? If you watch Star Wars, mm. the beginning part before the yellow words come out, yep. what do you hear? That entire symphony playing. Yes. Da, 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 da. So that was so so that actually you know that sets actually the sets the mood mm. for the entire music uh, for, for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So it sets the mood for the entire movie. Imagine if you remove that and just the words coming up. Yeah, just the words coming up. <laughs> silence. Total silence. It was in space. FYI, space has no sound. Okay. It'll be very different. <laughs> be very very different. So now that we know both our music, um, our 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 taste is you know we listen to all kinds of music. How about movies? What kind of movie? Movies do you do you like? I have a wide range of movies that I like. I will watch just about everything, and I'm sorry, I, I'm just not into Korean series. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I hate Korean series. <laughs> my wife watches it nonstop. <laughs> uh, luckily, my wife doesn't watch it. But uh, if you ask me about Korean series, right, I have no idea. My net, who. My, my Netflix each time it comes out, recommendations for you. The first 20 is all Korea. I'm like, it's not my account anymore. I'm paying for it, but it's not my account anymore. But it's okay. Just continue using it. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you watch everything except uh, K-drama. Okay. All right. So except K-drama. But um, movies that I like are usually some of them based on history. Number one, mm. um, I like war movies. Oh, uh, my God. World okay. War II movies. I love them. Um, and I like, I like movies whereby... It touches on emotions. Ah. Really touches on emotions, and and like it or not, I'm I'm gonna admit it. I like those whereby at the end there's an element of male humility, or even a kind of bromance, because it's not every day that men uh, convey emotions. Yes, and to see a strong person, you know, give in, uh, those are the defining moments that, mm-hmm. that that I feel. Oh wow, it, mm-hmm. it's a tear jerker for mm-hmm. me. I, w- I would probably shed a tear for for those kind of moments rather than watching the notebook. Yeah, although notebook was pretty good. <laughs> well, I've never watched it. So oh damn, for, yeah, no, 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 Rachel no, 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 no. Is, Well, is Rachel, it? no, Rachel McAdams is a jaw dropper. That one is confirmed. Yeah. But, but Ryan Gosling was good. Uh, okay, for me, I avoid a f- couple of genres. One is the K dramas. Okay. Oh yeah, Fair one enough. one of them. You 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 probably lost a thousand fans yeah. after this. One of them is actually unfollow him. Ro- he doesn't like K drama. One of them is actually romantic movies, and the third one is actually rom coms. I actually don't like rom coms, but unfortunately, my wife likes it, so I have to sit What's there. What's a rom com? So it's romantic comedy. Ah. So so basically, they have romance and there's comedy in between. I'm not a big fan of those. Again, I like. He takes love seriously. Yeah. He doesn't like to make a joke out of it. I like very factual movies. So when I grew up. Hmm. If you give me a, so so, as most kids grow up, hmm. we watch cartoons. Yep. But when I was growing up, if you gave me a choice, let's say maybe RTM one and RTM two, both were playing different things. RTM one was playing uh, cartoons, hmm. and RTM two was playing a documentary. I watch documentaries, especially if it has something to do with nature. Nerd alert! Yeah, yeah, I love Nerd it. Nerd alert! Nature, anything to do with science, anything to do with anything to do with experiments I see why it's so smart loved it so I'm very factual so because of that it shaped who I am today Show everything off. is no 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 so I am not a big fan of fictional stuff uh. if you ask me to read a book right, I don't like to read fictional books I like to read factual books hmm. yeah so my wife would you're so like my th- dad's best friend right now oh really yeah, so yeah, then yeah. I have to meet your dad <laughs> so the last time I actually bought a book um, it was during a big, big, big bad wolf, roughly about a year ago. Yeah, the it? book I bought was "How Did War Modernize 
the human society. Nice. So it was That's all about. So it was all about history mm-hmm. and every step away how the war modernized that particular society. Mm. So it's superbly factual. And my wife was looking at me, rolling her eyes. Are you you're buying that book? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. It's on sale. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was on sale. <laughs> and then doing doing the same sale, I actually also bought uh, and 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 another book. Uh, oh, I, I that I will come to later. Uh, I actually <laughs> bought a book which uh, which was something ab- about the greatest tragedies of the human history, and they actually document um, the point in li- in the, the point in history whereby people die, uh, or 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 there is mass extinction, or a mass you know genocide and stuff like that. So I love that because it's history is factual. Mm. My wife would just roll her eyes, and she would buy like books like Tony Robbins and uh, other people. Uh. That's like, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Books are like so individual. Yeah. So yeah. So 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 when it, so when it comes to movies, mm-hmm. right? I like very factual movies. Of mm-hmm. course, there's the one. Also, I actually like, I actually like action movies. Mm. I love action movies. I love comedies as well, but mm-hmm. not rom coms. Yeah, I love comedies, action movies, and as well as anything which has something to do with science. So if it's an action movie with some romance inside, are you gonna get freaked out? If it's majority action, if very little romance, I'm okay. If it's majority romance, if very little action, no, 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 no they'll yeah. never cross that line. Yeah, it just doesn't, it just doesn't merge. Yeah, but it just doesn't. Coming merge. back to 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 the movies that you like, I actually like, as you mentioned, movies that actually have that emotional tear jerk at the end of the movie mm-hmm. because of certain things that transpired throughout the entire movie. Example, something like Band of Brothers. Yes. Right. It's a war movie. It's right? a ten, se- ten episode yeah. series. It's not yeah. a movie. It's not a movie. Yeah. It's mm. a ten episode mini series on HBO. Yes. Directed produced by Tom by Hanks. No. Produced by Tom Hanks. Produced by Tom Hanks. Yes. Directed by Spielberg. Directed by Spielberg. And if you watch the movie, you will see Vin Diesel, yes. Ewan McGregor. Yes. You would see who else? They are basically right. All the A class, most of the A class actors you see today, they were, all, they were all in very small roles. Damien Lewis, the oh, guy Damien who's Lewis, yes. in um, what's a uh, what, what's the current series with him inside? Which one? Um, with Claire Danes. The black? No, 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 no. I don't remember. It's about like some, yeah. some some almost like FBI yeah. some kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah, man, mm. I forgot. Anyway, Damien Lewis, yeah. Damien is Lewis. There. You see Josh, Josh Hartnett. You see. Now nah, I'm gonna give you one big, one big, Ooh. one big. Boo boo inside. There's a new kids on the block guy inside too. Oh. Ding 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 ding. Oh, what's his name? Uh? His the his, his, his brother, brother is Mark Phil. Wahlberg. Yes. So his brother is what Mark yeah, Wahlberg. His, Ma- his brother is Mark Wahlberg. He's something. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Yes. Donnie Wahlberg was one new of the kids main on characters. The block. Yes. Donnie Wahlberg. And fun fact. Uh, so Donnie Wahlberg was new kids on the block. He had well alcohol and uh, problems. Then he came back, a uh, small time actor. But then he was in Band of Brothers. I think he was yeah, in like, yeah, what, yeah. about eight episodes yeah, until yeah, the end. Band of Brothers. His then brother Mark Wahlberg used to be one of those white rappers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. He uses <laughs> he used to have his uh his pants underwear. All, his he, underwear no, sticks his, up. His pants down. His underwear sticks up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marky like Mark. Yeah. Those Kelvin Klein advertisements yeah, yes. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, he was a he was a CK model anyway. Yeah, so movies like like Band of Brothers mm. loved it a lot. Um, yeah, because it it is it is it is action. Yes. Plus, there is the emotion side of it. My first tearjerker that I would say that I really love, um, that I watch, I would say cross cross ten times. Braveheart. 
Oh, Braveheart's good. Braveheart. Braveheart, Mel Gibson. Good. Mel, Mel Gibson. Before, Back in the days when there was crazy. no CGI. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That movie took, yeah, yeah. I think, two or three years to finish. Yes, it wasn't easy. Uh, loosely based a bit on history. Uh, then, of course, fictionalized a little bit towards the end. But it talks about his sacrifice yes. for his country. Yep. And even despite then, people yeah. betrayed him and he died. Yeah, he lost. Uh, he actually lost. Yeah, he, he lost. He was actually captured. Mm. But amazing yeah it was nice uh, back in the days when when really movies was really explosion was an explosion fire mm. was real fire when they constructed a castle it was really constructed a castle it was no cgi's inside it's not like game of thrones where you, know, you can just take one shot one shot scene and then you just create one street and you reuse it over and over yeah now is uh now it's just different like back back then back then right if they really you know they have to jump a, a moving car right, they really have to yeah, jump the have moving, to jump car. A moving car fun <laughs> fact about 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 band of brothers uh, so, um, I think Tom Hanks started with Spielberg before that in mm. Saving Private Ryan. Ah, Saving Private Ryan, yeah. Yes, good. with Matt Damon. Good, yeah, good movie as well. Very good very, movie very, to very start good. with. So, that's a good movie to start on the modern day uh, war series. And from that, somehow Tom Hanks got into the whole war bug mm. and produced... He produced um, it for HBO. With HBO and Spielberg for Band of Brothers. Yes. Under the, his his record, under a label called Playtone Records. Okay, Playtone Records was the title of sort of like Motown. It was like a fictional um, music producing group in the movie called That Thing You Do. Ah, but until today, he still uses Playtone. Okay, as as a as a as a production house. Okay, his latest movie. You should watch it. Um, it's on Apple TV. It's FOC. Uh, Greyhound. 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 Okay. Really worth watching. So it's about same thing. World War Two and the Allied forces from the US is trying to send uh ships over to Britain to, mm-hmm. to help them, but they were ambushed by the German subs. Mm. And it showed how surface ships had to tackle Oh yeah, U boats, yeah. U boats. Yeah. They had to tackle the the submarines. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Fantastic. it was. Yeah, so, so it was back in the days whereby they had no sonar yet. There was zero sonar. Minimal. So basically, yeah, very the, minimal. Yeah, it was. It was very, very minimal. So you, you actually had, um, you actually had people on headphones, mm. and they, 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 need to hear. Listen. They, they're, they're actually listening to the sea mm. for any clanking sounds, for any sharp sounds which mm. are not meant to be there. Correct. Yeah. And they triangulate. So yes. the fleet is here. And then there'll be two boats goes yes. out in front and they will be the listeners, yeah. like yeah, the feelers, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, amazing yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, but sadly, it was meant for this year's launch, but they couldn't. So Apple bought it for $70 million and they're broadcasting it for free on Apple TV. Nice, nice. nice you should nice, just go nice, check nice, it out. Nice. It's a really worthwhile movie. Nice, nice. So, so, talk, so talking about movies, um, we used to only be able to catch movies in other cinemas yep. or back then it was only RTM 1, 2 and TV 3 yes and of course then you had this Mega TV popped out oh <laughs> <laughs> remember what Mega TV was mm. yeah so it was uh, it was like uh, Malaysia's first satellite TV or something was it, no was not it satellite. satellite it was a cable TV it was, uh, it was first yeah, Malaysia, Malaysia's first cable TV cable TV it had like 5 channels or 4 channels or something mm. like that yeah, I so remember. Yeah, I remember. You had something like Cartoon Network. Yet, yet something before AXN. 
So mm-hmm. it was something else. Then after that, then it evolved. Yeah, something like that. Then it actually evolved the X, and then it was a, it was a movie channel. Oh, and something. Mega TV. Yeah, so it was Mega <laughs> TV. Yep. And uh, they didn't survive long. Nope. They they were there like 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 there for like two years or three years. Yep. It was only available in the Klang Valley. Yeah. Correct. So after that, then it died off. But when it died off, from the ashes emerged Astro. Correct. Yeah, and Astro came up. And then Astro was the game changer. Suddenly, whoa, you, you know, you, initially we had RTM 1, 2, 3, mm-hmm. and TV 7, mm-hmm. TV 8. Now you had Astro. Yes. And you can change channel anytime. Yes. So Astro then became the um, subscription service. Mm. Um, but now they're losing out. But they were leaders for many years. Yeah. But they, I guess they didn't foresee the change of the internet. Yeah, streaming mm. services. Streaming services and people could just bypass them. Mm. But to be fair, there are some services like HBO who, mm. who respect the contract. Mm-hmm. So did you know that you can't get HBO um, Go mm. um, in, in Malaysia. Malaysia? Oh, really? Yeah. So if you wanted to subscribe, you need to use a VPN and everything. But ah, you can't, they don't offer those services. They don't services. offer it to Malaysia. Um, ESPN, you can't get ESPN Direct, those kind of stuff. You still have to go through Astro as the main service provider. So mm. they are, there are some ethical contracts that they have in place to, to help mm. them survive. So they can still, you know, uh, do that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Game of Thrones, all I wanted was just, you know, the final uh, season 8. I just wanted to subscribe HBO Go just for that whole season and finish Luckily, that. Luckily, you finish. didn't subscribe. Uh, yeah. Season 8 was, was, a, was, a, was a shithole, man. I tell you. You waited just, 7 seasons for it. You, you waited, waited 8 year. years. No, imagine, right? Every year you waited and mm. season 8, they say, you know what? It takes 2 years to film yep. and you expect, oh, we're going to have the largest battle and all. You're going to expect it to be massive and epic. Mm. And when the final season comes out, you'll be like, Huh? That's how they killed them? Huh? What? That's it? It told you. Oh, I tell you, the final season was horrible. The, I think there was eight episodes. Oh, the final season. The second last one where... where oh, she jumped out of nowhere and stabbed the guy. Yeah, jumped the... out of nowhere and stabbed the guy. I, 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 I couldn't the, see anything. The whole thing was so dark. I, uh, I tell you. And, anyway, I, there's, there's, there's no point saying that spoilers. Like, I mean, it's been out for like yeah, two yeah. years already. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know. So, Aya Stark jumped out, stabbed the, stabbed the Ice King in the mm. heart or something like that. He, then he burst. That's it. That's it. Wait the so whole long. build up right for seven seasons was he is going he is the he is the massive bad guy he's going to kill everybody and yet mm. his small girl popped out no man's step never mind never mind then the final season the final episode whereby they took over King's Landing mm. the dragons came and mm. all and then you expect so so you expect either one of two ways like you expect John Stark to either die mm-hmm. by her hands yep right or for them to get married or right. the merch. Yep. Then the next thing you know, just like right five minutes before end, she just takes out like chop. Then he chuchu her blackout. Chuchu her blackout. Chuchu her blackout. Then it's like that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> now, if you want to watch another show to 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 get you excited over Jon Snow, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, go watch MI six. Eh, MI five. MI six. MI MI six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's um. The bodyguard is it? No, 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 not bodyguard. Bodyguard is is pretty decent. So this one, uh, what's his name? Kit Harrington. Ah, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington plays a, also a spy that got kicked out from from MI6. Then oh. they, they re recruit him again, and he's pretty okay. But he's always got that couple of times. I'm gonna spoil it for you anyway. He's got a couple of times whereby the scene is defining, and he does the whole Jon Snow. 
Yeah, I, think, I freeze. I don't know no what to lie. do. I, I think end of the my day, my processor right? tachuko power. No lie. <laughs> I think end of the day because the roles, <laughs> the role they played before that was so massive mm. that it's difficult for them to to actually be able to carry adapt, something else. Yeah, to carry something else. Correct. Correct. It's Correct. it's close to impossible because because they were already defined by certain roles mm. and in their mind. This is what made me famous, so I'm just gonna keep it with play it safe. Yeah, I'm play just gonna play it safe. Speaking right. of playing it safe and 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 taking risky, um, that's why I like certain actors who go all out and okay. they really risk themselves and take roles example? which nobody wants to do. Like for example, um, I would say the late uh Keith uh Heath Ledger. Uh, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger okay. is amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's good. Heath Ledger. He Ledger's started good. out with that teen movie that you probably don't want to watch. Yeah, I, I the forty things you I hate about, or ten things I hate about you, or something like that. Something like that. Uh, ten things I hate yeah, about I think you. Ten things I. Yeah, I he's hate an Australian about you. bloke that's supposed to be good looking, yeah, and then you know, didn't know really like whatever. That one. But I actually like the Night's Tale. Night's Tale started in, from Night's Tale. Tale was good. He started. I actually liked it. I actually love. I actually love the Night's Tale. It's actually really good. Mm. So you actually watch the Night's Tale was uh, is Heath Ledger and his sidekick. Is the guy who later plays Jarvis in uh, Avengers? Seriously, yeah. I didn't and know then that. he played Vision after that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So he was that doofus guy who 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 wrote. Um, so 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 uh, Heath, Heath Ledger was supposed to be this knight. Yes. So, but he's 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 actually a country bumpkin. Yeah. Yes, yes. He, 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 there, there is no lineage to him. So there's this drunk ass half naked guy that popped out and said, "You know, I will I will I will write you an entire family tree." Mm. Yeah, so it was that guy, yeah. and, he, and 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 he actually plays Jarvis ah, later on. Now I know why yeah. he's so smart. So so Heath Ledger, yeah. So Heath Ledger, and then he went on to do some very defining ones. Oh, Joker yeah. until today under um uh, with, with opposite Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale was um, good. Under Chris Nolan. Yeah, it's still probably one. Yeah, of, yeah. it's still one of the better the Jokers. better versions. Um, I would say it's. I wouldn't say it's a close fight. I'll just say it's a no fight. Austin Phoenix played a very good role in different, a movie, uh, a different role, but it was a movie where only one person was the Joker mm. for two and a half hours. Mm. Heath Ledger had to share with Batman, mm. so his total screen yeah. time was like thirty minutes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And to be very defining, but to be fair, he's they had a lot of effects. And the conversation was actually very witty, mm. very very witty. Mm. I, and until today, I still go in and I define movies. I would say, until today, again, I don't have uh, one particular that where, whereby it's, I would say it defines me. But the making process defines me. I love to see and deconstruct the movie, and see it for what it's worth. And and that sort of like reflects back in life whereby whether it's a business or to do any decision i want to see using a movie model we deconstruct and see all the different different layers so same thing when we want to build something whether it's a business or or, or doing something can we sort of like try to put these layers to move forward it's a prospective kind of planning whereas watching a movie is a deconstructive thing so i go all the way down from the the music the scenes the shots the lighting if possible I'm not a great technical fan, but I just enjoy seeing all the different different stuff inside the all the nitty nitty details. Okay, nerd alert. So that's what fine. the heck, man? That is so detailed. I just watch movie to escape from reality. That's yeah. all. Yeah, well. <laughs> I watch movie. I go into the <laughs> cinema two and a half hours. I just want to be entertained. I don't want to think about anything. I don't want to think about the soundtrack or the actors or or anything else. Uh, for me, it's total total opposite. Well, only when it's worth watching. Okay, when it's worth deconstructing. 
If it's not worth, then oh, it's just yeah. for entertainment purpose, okay? But it's different, like, it's different. So, so as you mentioned, um, opposite uh, Heath Ledger was Kristen Bale. I remember when Kristen Bale was a was a B class actor. Oh yes, I remember he was he was very good in American Psycho, but after American Psycho, he came out with a crappy m- movie called Equilibrium. I actually watched it. I I think I watched it, and, but I don't remember and it anymore. Starring opposite. Kristen Bale for the first five minutes was actually Sean Bean the huh. guy who played yeah. you know Lord of the Rings and many men so he played Sean so Sean Bean was there yeah. and the reason why it was only five minutes because Sean Bean died after that after the first five minutes oh that, that's, that's Sean Bean's uh, <laughs> defining moment he always plays role that he'll die very early oh, so, he, he was in Game of Thrones yeah yeah oh yeah he was Game of Thrones oh, well he was actually there for the whole season so one season yeah, so almost for, for the whole almost. season then, then they kill him off yeah so Sean Bean was opposite him, played uh, his partner for five minutes, and and uh, Kristen Bale killed him. And uh, back then, I the reason why I say Kristen Bale was a crappy actor when I watched Equilibrium because Equilibrium was this was this was set in this dystopian future mm-hmm. whereby feelings were banned. You uh. you cannot feel happy, you can you can't feel sad and everything. Right. And, but looking back, mm. Kristen Bale was the perfect actor mm. because. If you have a look at all Kristen Bale's, um, most of his um, big uh, major blockbusters like mm. like Batman and all, he rarely smiles. He rarely feels anger. He has always that that very stern face. So the entire equi- equilibrium, it was just him being being. Uh, it was it was it was him before he was he was Batman. Mm. Yeah, and him and of course along the journey it was him discovering emotions lah per se. Uh. Yeah. But, but, but back but then he was a crappy Yeah, it was actually a crap movie. But now, because Christian Bale is a big actor, mm. right now it's a cult classic. Mm. But back then when I watched it, I was like, I wasted two hours. Well, <laughs> the thing about Christian Bale is that he's, he's got that non-emotion, but he's only yeah. got one defining emotion, which is that slight, sly look on his face. Yeah. That sly fox look. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was in um, um, the one that he started opposite... Which Wolverine one? guy. Wolverine? Hugh Jackman. He started opposite Hugh Jackman, which one? Um, the Prestige. Oh, The Prestige. The Prestige. Ah, it's about magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prestige was good. Prestige was good. Yeah, Prestige was but good. But you know why Equilibrium, they chose him? Because they couldn't afford Keanu Reeves. No, they wanted Keanu Reeves first. Keanu Reeves is the perfect guy with zero emotion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves has, has zero well. emotion. Well. Any movie doesn't know emotion. Yeah, yeah. He's Keanu always got this blank look like, you know, he just woke up. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry about all the fans, yeah. but anyway. No, no, no. Keanu Reeves to me, he is always Bill from Bill and Ted. <laughs> from Bill and Ted. <laughs> I think he had more he's emotions then. Oh, he had more emotions then than he ever had. Oh. After that, it was just Matrix. No emotions. Yeah, no emotions. Matrix. Then, then after the next, Before next that, speed, speed, uh, no be- emotions. Yeah, speed was still okay. Mm. A little bit of, of, of emotions, uh, but not too much. That, then John Wick. Yeah, then John Wick after that. Yeah. So, zero emotion guy. Yeah. Like, zero, zero emotion. Yeah. So okay, any movie, what what was the movie that you watch? You have watched multiple multiple times. Oh okay, so I've got a few. I'm that nerdy. So uh, multiple multiple times because I needed entertainment. Okay, was um. Shoot. Damn, now I can remember. It's got Bruce Willis. Okay, it's got it's got Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, ah, Armageddon. 
Armageddon. There you go. Oh, Armageddon oh. was a good movie. I actually cried at the end. Yes, I did. That was also I, one of the movies I, I cried at the end. I cried at the end. And that was because when, when, when Bruce Willis sacrificed end. himself. Yeah. I teared at the end. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a really good That's movie. It's a good movie. But I watched multiple times. First three, because I loved it. After that, because really there was nothing else to do. Yeah. There was no but, other movies at that yeah, time. Yeah. So actually, if you, go, if, if you do go back and watch Armageddon, the entire crew that went to space, right? They were all small actors back then, mm-hmm. but they were actually very big names after that. Yes. You had Owen Wilson, yes. you have Liv Tyler, you have that tall black dude, what's his name again? Oh, the, the, that the, guy, the, the, guy, the guy who played in the Green Mile. Yes, uh, yes. Michael something something. Okay, mm. never mind. So you had a lot of very good actors and you had that guy who was who yes. went space crazy. Yes. He, and, and, he actually, and he actually won an Emmy for Boardwalk after that. Yeah, yeah, but he's he usually plays the a bit psycho yeah, guy psycho with very guy. bad teeth. And yes, very exactly, exactly. But in Boardwalk, he actually played the, the head of the gangster. Nice. Yeah, and nice. he was actually in control of the entire Boardwalk. So, and then he actually won an Emmy for that. Mm. Yeah. So if you actually if you look back, right, Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis was was the yeah. major ben star. Affleck was okay. you Ben Affleck. You have Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. You have Liv Tyler. But but the other actors. Who, they were they were they were very small actors, but they became famous I'm after that. I'm not sure that. was Giovanni Ribisi in some I don't remember actually. But anyway, they were all like that. They were pre, before they were oh, yeah. really yeah. big. You know, it was yeah. a good movie. Yeah, it was. So, it was so there was movie. one. Um, that thing you do. I'm not that I, thing you do. I watched yep. that like I have no idea how many times. I just got my kids hooked onto it. <laughs> 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 it's about. The makings of a one-hit wonder pop group. Uh, yeah, 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 it was it was based on uh, in the 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 the, the, the era of, was like sixties or seventies. It was kind based of the... loosely on the American version of Beatles. Ah. so they wanted to show how they can create recreate uh, one recreate a teen recreate sensation uh, group, and how a lot of groups actually end up being the same story, which is one-hit wonder. You have one good song, and that's it, and, and you're gone. So that was the second one. Braveheart was the uh, first that, that that I went all multiple times. Mm. Uh, now, probably in modern days, would be probably the Dark Knight. Dark Knight, I okay. That multiple times. I love that show, even though it takes three hours of my yeah, life. Yeah, man, it takes it. damn long to finish the, the, the show. But what's but your multi multi? Um, well, the one that comes to mind is actually I actually like this movie a lot. Was actually Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King, the last one. Mm. The last one because okay. among all the Lord of the Rings, I actually liked the last one a lot. And towards, towards the end, I actually teared a little bit. Which part? Yeah, the part whereby um, whereby Aragorn actually told the hobbits that they they did not need to kneel, mm. and everyone knelt before the hobbits because the hobbits saved the entire Middle Earth. Mm. So not alert again. I'm a big uh, Lord of the Rings fan. I actually mm. read the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, and. There is another book before that called The Similarian. I actually read that as it's, well. It's a freaking so thick I am a book. nerd. It's a thick, thick it's a book, damn bloody thick ass book. So I can but tell it's you, fiction. I have no idea so why he read fiction. The first time I read The Hobbit was yeah. a thin book. So I actually borrowed it by accident from the library. I saw what the, what what the hell is this book, man? I mm. borrowed. I read it, and that was before they actually mentioned that they were, they were going to do Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So I read The Hobbit. Then, then the moment they announced that oh, we're going to be doing a lot of rings, then I found out a lot of rings is actually the continuation from the Hobbit. Then I took the Hobbit, which was this bloody thick, yes. and I read through all three books. Yes, <sighs> but but it was good. It was good. It was it's good. Quite complex English. So yeah. So uh, Tolkien actually um, 
set the stage for all the, the other fantasy movies after mm. that. So he 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 was the one who popularized elves because elves were only popular back then in like Finland and Sweden and uh, and Iceland. So, but he made it like mainstream. Like yes. so now if you see elves in your games and your movies, right? It's all because of 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 this chap there. Yeah. So he defined a lot of uh, the popular culture, especially in games. Yeah. Um. But hats off to Peter Jackson for being able to pull oh, that off good, and man. bring it, it good. into the screen. Look really good as it's compared really to good. to Warcraft. Oh my god, that movie was horrible. Hey, but I actually liked the the. I, I actually enjoyed Warcraft. Seriously, yeah. I, I I'm a big Warcraft fan. Yeah, I I love the games. Okay, nah. I I'm a big Warcraft fan. I love the games. I actually enjoyed Warcraft. Yeah. There you go. I actually liked it. There you go. I actually liked the blend between the CGI and the acting. All right, fair enough. Fair. Enough. I I actually found that mm. it was believable mm. compared to a lot of CGI's whereby you know it's fake. You know, this was actually something that I actually I actually liked, and I was actually disappointed they didn't do so well in the box office because I was actually looking forward to the next one. <laughs> I was like, ah, I meant they, 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 they bombed just, in the office. Just ah, go play the game. They it. No one's watching it. Ah man. Yeah. So uh, those are some of the defining ones. What are the uh, defining ones that you have? Uh, oof, yeah, other than Lord of Rings. So occasionally, I still watch back. I would say certain episodes from certain series like mm-hmm. Band of Brothers. I would still watch one or two episodes. I would still watch. Um, I would still watch. There are a couple of uh, non-English ones which 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 I will watch. Actually, there was there is actually one which is a. Uh, uh, ro- romance of Three Kingdoms again. History buff. I love Romance mm. of Three Kingdoms. So there were a couple of episodes that I would just I would just rewatch. Mm-hmm. But uh, most movies I just watch it once. Rarely I watch it a second time. All right, 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 right. Oh, Godfather. Uh, it's probably another one I watch maybe about three or four times. Oh really? I watch once. Yeah, it's very long. It's very slow. Yeah, it's very slow. But I I, I only like the first one. I didn't like the second and third one. Um, I, I, like, I, I like, like the first one. I like it. So that pretty much sets the stage also for all the mafia movies that I like to watch. Mm. It's it's interesting because on one hand they are they are telling the story of of organized crime. Yep. But on the other hand, if you look at it, you when I dissect it you or know, when I look at it, it's like you're talking about a, a family that mm-hmm. can get society together. Mm-hmm. And people who are uneducated to function mm-hmm. as a single unit—that mm-hmm. takes a lot of organizational skills. Mm-hmm. Although, of course, you, you beat them up and you kill them if they don't do it. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's that. You know? Yeah, and then and then also they, they they actually show a lot of backstabbing, which happens in a lot of families. As Correct. Well. So when you watch all those, right? Then you 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 feel that. Ah, so I'm prepared for the modern working day life. If I watch a couple of these mafia movies, so that's the good thing about watching mafia movies. Okay, if your if your dad or whoever cuts you, you know, gives you slack, you just say, "I'm trying to learn organizational behavior and politics." Uh... <laughs> just don't go into the violence part, please. Don't ever do that. Um, uh, other ones that I do enjoy those um. Sports biography. I love sports uh, biography. Uh, whether it's, it's, it's based on real life or it's uh, similar, uh, like Coach Carter, I really enjoy Coach Oh, Coach Carter. Coach Carter was nice. Coach Carter was really good. Coach Carter was good. Moneyball was a Money, nerd. Moneyball was damn good. Now, Moneyball... Now, most people, when they see when when they see Brad Pitt, right, it's always that heartthrob, yes. that great-looking chap. Yes. But in Moneyball... I felt was where Brad Pitt actually did one of his best acting. Mm. He was actually damn good in it. Yes. And then it was Jonah Hill. Yes. Who before that, it was all this 
goofy movies, goofy movies, mm. all these stoner movies, yep. and in that movie, he actually portrayed very well. Yes. And apparently, he actually took a pay cut to appear in the movie. Really, he was only paid, I think, twenty or thirty thousand US dollars for the entire movie. Yeah? Wow, wow. His regular, I mean, his previous movies were like fifty to sixty thousand. Mm. He took a pay cut mm. in order to act opposite Brad Pitt. Mm. He said, "I want to work with Brad Pitt. Mm. It's the only chance I have. Mm. I don't care. I want you to hire me." And then the director said, "Yeah, we'll give you. The only way we will ever take you is if you if you agree to a lower pay." He said, mm. "Sure, why not?" Moneyball, amazing movie. I like that movie. Apart from the the amazing acting, is the logic behind making decisions. Mm. Um, whereby, well, spoiler alert: it's about baseball. Which, because of that, it's not a very popular movie. Yes, that's right. But it's about making decisions. Mm. So if you think of it like a football club, why do you buy foot? Uh, why do people buy players? Okay, so same thing. Why why did they buy players? They so they spend a lot of money buying the best player, yeah. the most marketable yep. players. In actual fact, you just need them to score. Yeah. So they go by walks. How many mm. times he can walk around that that diamond yes, and how many score the points? points. Scores. Yes, that's right. In other words, if people want to look at buying players for football club. Let's use football club as a as a uh, football players as as a comparison. They should look for the guy that successfully yeah. gets foul yeah. in the penalty box so that his team can score the goal. Yeah. So in that movie, what happened was um, this particular team that uh, Brad Pitt was coaching mm-hmm. lost their star players. Yep. And back then, all um, back even even till today, majority of uh, of sports clubs actually uh, evolve around their star players. Mm-hmm. So what he did was very different because his his club was small. They didn't have the money to actually buy new star players. So he actually went against the grain. It means that he did mm. something unconventional. Yes. No other clubs were doing it. He brought in a number cruncher. Yes, and he said, and the number cruncher actually told him, "I don't think you should buy." Player ABC. Yeah, they, they look good on paper, but well, I mean, they look good in real life, but no, too, they too suck. Expensive. They're no. too expensive. Yeah, too they're, expensive. they're too expensive, and their stats are okay. Mm. Why don't we buy one guy who is very good in walking, in mm. just getting points, but he sucks. He's 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 a nobody. Mm. Why don't we get another guy who's really good in batting? Mm. Now, he doesn't hit home runs, but he hits so that people can walk. Yes. So he actually. So what? So so he actually did. He uh he actually uh used stats mm. yeah he actually used stats which mm. at that time nobody was actually Correct. using, and that's actually based on a real movie yeah real life yes it's based on a real life yep so those those I enjoy for some reason I enjoy boxing movies nah I'm not a big fan of boxing actually I don't know why I enjoy boxing <laughs> movies even though I know I know the hero's gonna win so you watch Ali is it I watch Ali ah uh-huh. I watch Ali um the ones that, the one that I really like um the fighter. Oh, the fighter was good. Mm. I actually like it. That's Christian Bale, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. he was not the star. No, no, he wasn't the star. Yeah. Um, then there's another one. Uh, oh, there's so many. What, Rocky? Remember. Nah, I'm not so much into the Rocky. Rocky is uh, for entertainment. Yeah. There's another one with Tom Hardy inside. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, but I can't remember anyway. Tom Hardy was a boxer in, in the movie. I just don't remember which one. Yes, he was, a, he was a boxer. He was a boxer in the movie. Yeah. Oh, no, I think that's the one. Tom Hardy was a boxer, and I think it was against um, Kristen Bale. No, Kristen Bale was a brother, the junkie oh, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't Something remember, but yeah, yeah. But, but I remember Tom Hardy was was a boxer in a particular movie. Mm. But Tom Hardy is one of my favorite actors. Oh yeah, I actually like him a lot. Mm. Um, oh man, which movie was that? He was playing the gangster, and he was playing both brothers. Yes, the twin. 
What, yes. what, what was that movie's name yes. again? Oh my god, he, he had this uh, heavy uh, heavy English accent. Cockney accent. Yeah, he had yeah. that heavy Cockney accent. So yeah. so so he plays both brothers. One twins. Yeah. So so he plays twins. One was the more sound mind, the 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 more logical one. And the other one was the more emotional, crazy one who goes around killing people. Yeah. Oh my god, what 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 name oh, was the movie? Oh man, I, I can't remember it for the love oh, of my I life. But Wait, that wait, 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 movie. Wait, wait. Okay, I tell no We have we have our phones, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig, dig the phone out. Yeah, man. For the Tom so Hardy that, twin movie. So that, that was, was actually really good. A damn you guys good should really movie. watch it. Uh, yeah. Because it defines acting skill. Um, oh, yeah, man. Number one, number two, um, directing skill. Imagine how to create a movie whereby two of the lead characters is the same guy. Oh, legend. The it's legend. called legend. Yes, legend. Legend. That movie's yeah. a legend. So it's not easy, right? To Pretend to talk to someone when the person is not there. Yep. Right? And Imagine, that's, that's, that's one. And yeah. secondly, you have to get the character. Yes. Imagine you... The camera is here. I'm sitting here and I'm Ellie. And then I have to shift to the other side, look at myself on the other side yeah. and pretend there's another person yes. there with a different character. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. No, Le- Legend was good. Legend was yeah, good. I actually watched Legend. I actually loved it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think I watched yeah. that like three times. Yeah, yeah. So, Tom Hardy, yeah. Tom Hardy. Yeah, so... These are some of the things that, that, that influence us and we're just talking about movies and, and music. There's so much more influences mm-hmm. that we probably have in our lives. <clears throat> but this is just to give you a, a little bit glimpse just to, you know, take things easy after a couple of weeks and we're going to restart and, and next week we're going to have someone interesting. Oh yeah, next week. Um, next week we'll have someone interesting. So previously we were talking about LGBTQ. Yes. So we're going to bring someone in who is in that particular category of mm-hmm. LGBTQ, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're gonna bring him in. We're gonna just talk to him, see, see, you know, his daily struggles. Mm-hmm. See, is there any, the perspective you know, his perspective his from 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 his life? Hmm. Yeah, I think that so would be interesting. It's um, well, I wouldn't say this show is based on anything. We don't judge or anything. It's just to give you a glimpse. Yeah, a glimpse. Yeah, and just to see how. How is it like to walk in someone else's shoe just for 10 minutes? Just to see from Dia's perspective what's going on in their life. But I think it's going to be a very interesting show. So we hope you guys will, 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 will tune in with us and check us out next week. Yeah. Um, what's the one last movie that you like to recommend someone to watch? Who? One last movie that I would like to recommend mm. someone to and watch. Why? Now, I have to think That's, about this. Actually. Okay, you can go by genres if you really want to. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I can't action. really let's remember go action. anything out of my head. Okay, I'm going to start. I'm okay. going to go with you two, go guns. two Guns. Two Guns. Two Guns. I'm, I'm very... I'm also a bit impartial. I'm very partial towards uh, Mark Wahlberg. I I I love I, the guy I because like Mark Wahlberg, yeah. he's got he's got he's got discipline. Like it or not, I actually watch his YouTube about fitness. Oh yikes! And but, but hey, I tell you right. So I, I actually watch a YouTube video. Hmm. He wakes up like three a.m. in the morning. Yes. Workout. He wakes oh up at three a.m. He does two or three hours of gym. Yeah. Then he goes to the golf course. Yeah. Then he's back to make his breakfast. Nine o'clock. He starts his life. But he goes back to sleep. He's, yeah, he's at he's, 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at about eight nine p.m. Where, where, where most people are starting to go right? He goes. He, he goes a bit discipline. Pure discipline. He goes to bed. And this guy can do a character whereby he's big and bloated, and fit with an eight pack. Hmm. So, two guns. Denzel Washington, Mark Wahlberg. They are one 
one so-called crooked DA agent, one crooked Navy guy. Oh, it was nice, man. That yeah, one. It was good. It was, it was all good, it was funny. Good. So that would be yeah. my, my favorite action comedy. Yeah. So for, actually for me, right, what I actually like, there is a there is a particular director which I uh, who I actually like. Now, there are a lot of very famous directors. So there is this one director who used to be married to Madonna. Guy Ritchie. I like Guy Ritchie. Wow, oh, Guy Ritchie is like. I like the smoking, what smoking, what the... Lock, the, stop, the, and two uh, smoking barrels. And two smoking barrels. Yes. And his latest movie, The Gentleman, I loved it. Now, my wife watched it and I'm like, what the hell, the story is all over, all over the place. And that is actually very typical of Guy Ritchie movies. There's a lot of retrospect flashback and there's a lot of pre-planning for the future. Mm. So you need to... So he's all about minor details yes. which will forecast... Mm. What will happen in the next 10, 20, 30 minutes? Mm. So, the next one you should watch is The Gentleman. The it's Gentleman. Nice. It's nice. He's got quite it's a lot of really good movies. Oh, he's really got a lot of Long Stock, uh, yeah. Two Smoking yeah. Barrels. Two Smoking uh, Barrels, Long Stock. He had one with uh, Brad Pitt inside. I forgot the name of the movie. Yeah, so the one with Brad Pitt, interesting fact, was also um, Jason Statham's first major movie. Ah. Before, his, uh, before he, got, he, he, he got went big. all mainstream, Yes, that was his first major role. Major role. Uh, He's got some small roles, but that was the first major role. And he also played the bad guy. Yes. A bad boy, not the bad yes. guy. The bad boy, but funny as yeah, hell. Yeah, funny as hell. Funny, funny as, hell. as hell. You guys got to watch it. Uh, yeah, check yeah. it out. Guy Ritchie, G-U-Y-R-I-T-C-H-I-E. Yeah, Guy, Guy Ritchie, Ritchie movies. Really, really good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're going to sign off um, today with uh, some list of movies that you guys want to yeah. check out. You know, um, well, since it's not very safe yet to, to go back to the cinemas yet, maybe yes, maybe no. You know, they've got the drive-through, but again, it might be your thing, might not be your thing. It was a big thing in, for the US, but probably not so much for us. Uh, well, we don't know who, maybe for the novelty of it. So, we're gonna sign off now, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see you guys next week. This. So, it's me, Dr. Ellie, and my and me, Dr. Inky, and we are from the Two Dogs. Yeah. See you guys. Man. See you guys. <laughs>